here we have yet another example of the left eating their own. Um, Barack Obama, President, President Obama, the 44th President of the United States, um, came out and said, you know, saying defund the police hurts, uh, hurts politicians and it hurts those. When you say defund the police, it hurts your chances of getting, um, elected. And it's a very dangerous thing to say, and it really hurts your chances. Which, by the way, we, we know is true. It, it actually, when, it's a very unpopular thing to say defund the police. Because people are like, okay, that's really stupid, and so they just, they don't put your support behind you. Which, by the way, is, is, a, is a place where Joe Biden was actually smart and didn't say defund the police. Why? Because Joe Biden and his team understood that's not a good idea, and it's also very unpopular with the voters. Now, on top of that, it's not that it's just a bad idea for politicians. It's just a bad, it's just a bad policy overall. Okay. So this is from uh, the Daily Wire. Uh, good old Ilhan Omar. Um, this this woman is uh, she's quite contemptible, I would say. Um, but here we go. It's not a slogan. It's a mandate. Progressives push back on Obama, uh, defend, quote, defund the police. Progressives, including most members of the Democratic Socialist squad, uh, fired back at President Barack Obama Wednesday, torching the former leader over his comments, deriding the far left for advocating to, quote, defund the police, end quote a slogan which Obama and other experts believe had a widespread negative impact on Democrat success in down-ticket and statewide elections. Speaking to a Snapchat audience Tuesday night, Obama mocked efforts to, quote, defund the police, deriding Democrats for adopting the slogan and then suggesting they had no real intention of defunding any police department, using defund the police instead, of, instead as code for reforming law enforcement, panicking voters. You lost, and here's Obama's quote, you lost a big audience the minute you say it, uh, which makes it a lot less likely that you're actually going to get the changes you want done, which is very true, Obama told Good Luck America. The key is deciding, do you want to actually get something done, or do you want to feel good among the people you already agree with? And that's the point. The point is, in politics, you want to, you want to help keep your base, but you also want to build upon that base. You want to pull others who do not support you and bring them in to your group, to bring them in to support you as well. That's the whole point of politics. If you only appeal to your base, you're never going to win. You have to pull others as well. Okay. Some Democrats indeed admitted after noticing how deeply unpopular defunding and disbanding police departments was among key voters, including minority voters, they had no intention of actually, quote, defunding the, uh, quote, the police. But far-left progressives like Representative Ilhan Omar and Rashida Tlaib insisted uh, Wednesday that they fully intend to follow through on their promise to end racist policing. Omar was the first to fire back, tweeting, We lose people in the hands of police. It's not a slogan, but a policy demand. And centering the demand for equitable investments and budgets for communities across the country gets us progress and 
safety. That's kind of scary to say that it's it's a demand. Tlaib suggested in her own tweet that Obama was threatening uh, the legacy of civil rights uh, crusader Rosa Parks by siding with law enforcement against progressive reformers, suggesting that the far left wasn't seriously considering a, quote, defund the police platform. This is so stupid. Rosa Parks was vilified and attacked for her civil disobedience. She was targeted, Tlaib wrote. It's hard seeing the same people who uplift uh, her courage attack the movement for black lives that want us to prioritize health, funding of schools, and ending poverty rather than racist police systems. Let me explain how stupid this is. So let's take Rosa Parks. Rosa Parks, we all know the story of it, uh, if, in case you don't remember. Uh, Rosa Parks, uh, and by the way, Rosa Parks wasn't the first. It was She was just the first one that the civil rights leaders used because... You know, she was, you know, just more embraceable. Um, but that, but that's, that's besides the point. Rosa Parks gets onto a bus and, um, she goes and she sits down. And, uh, a white man gets on, gets on board and, uh, tells her, okay, uh, you need to move. I'm, I'm going to sit here. You need to go away. Rosa Parks says no. He says, okay, no, move. And she, again, says no. So then what happens? So the police are called, uh, pulled over, she's removed from the bus, and then she's booked, and that's it. Rosa Parks never threw a punch. Rosa Parks, yes, there, yes, it was civil, diso- civil disobedience. She did not, and you know, it's amazing to compare Rosa Parks to say Jacob Blake, you're you're you that is that, that's just straight up idiotic. Rosa Parks civil disobedience did not was not violent at all. Was simply removed. She was breaking the law, but it was civil disobedience, and what she was doing was correct because she said, "You know what? This is wrong. I have to move strictly because of the policy that is in place, and so I'm I refuse to do that." Take someone like Jacob Blake. Um, okay, sir, please, you know, don't go into the car. Don't reach into the car. You know, just stop. Um, we're going to take him into custody. You know, he's, he's breaking the law. He's, he's breaking and entering. He is, uh, he's allegedly, uh, committing, uh, third degree sexual assault. You can't compare that to Rosa Parks. So now let's, 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 let's just walk this back. We know how dangerous saying defund the police is because we know how unpopular it is and we know, just, just understand people. Here's what you have to look at. Where are people? Here's the thing. Here's how you know what's desirable and what's undesirable. Where are people going? Where are people leaving? Where are people trying to get? Where are people trying to leave? Again, I use this, I use this example all the time. The United States is tremendously popular. It is the most desirable country on the planet. There is no close second. Where are people leaving? Uh, China, Mexico, uh, these, you know, just horrific countries that no one wants to be a part of. Where are people going? Where are people, where are people? leaving 
Okay, let's look at let's look at cities with um let's look at some of the most dangerous cities. Uh this is from neighborhoodscout.com. And again, this is a blog. Um but these cities that I'm about to name off, uh you can go you can go to more official official places and look. Um but here here's here's the point, because sometimes the way they break it down is a little more complex, so um Sometimes I, I like to use these sources because it's easier to swallow and it make, just makes more sense. Okay, um, the first, the least, the most dangerous city, Detroit, Michigan. Violent crime rate per 1,000 residents is 20, which means your chance of being a victim is 1 in 50. Number two, Memphis, Tennessee. Violent crime rate per 1,000, 19 and a half. Chance of being a victim, 1 in 51. Birmingham, Alabama. Baltimore, Maryland, Flint, Michigan, St. Louis, Missouri, Danville, Illinois, Saginaw, Michigan, Wilmington, Delaware, uh, Camden, New Jersey, Pine Bluff, Arkansas, Kansas City, uh, 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 Missouri, uh, San Bernardino, California, Alexandria, Louisiana, Little Rock, Arkansas. These places are undesirable. Those, those are just the top 15 according to this site. People do not want to live in places where they feel unsafe. People don't like sending their kids to school in places where they feel unsafe. And you know what's sad is a lot of these a lot of these people who live in these neighborhoods, they don't have a choice. They don't really have the money to move. And so they're, they're there and they're like, God, you know, if I could just if I could get somewhere else, I would. If they were to win the lottery today on Thursday. They would move by Friday. These are not good places. And also we have to look at businesses. Where are businesses, where are businesses setting up shop? Where is it that they want to be? Where do they want to go? What place is the most desirable to them? We just had, just here in California, HP. They pretty much helped make Silicon Valley. Guess where they just went? Texas. HP, who helped build Silicon Valley, has left California. They, they were, they took their headquarters out of Silicon Valley and moved to Texas. I'm, I'm not really sure when Texas is, or when California is going to be tired of, you know, getting slapped in the face by Texas. But, you know, it, it, it just shows where are people leaving, where are people going? People want to be safe. People want to feel... They want to feel secure. That's just how it is. People want to feel... They want to be able to not have to sleep in a bathtub. You know, they want to be able to comfortably walk around their house without fear that a bullet is going to come through their window. They want to be able to, you know, sit against, sit on their couch and be able to have the couch against the wall which is right there at a window did you know that there are a lot of places where they were one of their focuses like okay do not put a chair near a window why because they don't want to get hit by a stray bullet they don't want to get hit in a drive-by thank i thank god that i live in a neighborhood where i that does not cross my mind i live in a very safe neighborhood and it's a wonderful thing because i can walk I can walk up and down the street at any time I want. My sister, when she comes home, 
you know, she's, you know, she's not very tall. She's not very strong. But she feels safe coming home. She doesn't have, she doesn't have any fear that she's going to get jumped or that she's going to get raped or, you know, that she's going to get shot or that someone's going to try to grab her. I see, you know, older couples and women, you know, walking around the neighborhood, you know, when it's dark out. That's, what does that mean? That shows that there is a sign that, that these, these, these individuals feel safe and secure. That's what people want. So when you say defund the police, you're saying, okay, the one thing that prevents people, one of the main things that prevents people from breaking the law, you want to, you want to greatly cripple that. If not, remove it all the way. Because there are some people that are so far left where they said police should not be a thing at all. That, you know, just, just, you know, disband the police entirely. Which is flat out idiotic. But we know this. Let me, let me read some more tweets. This is from, this is from Cori Bush. Uh, where she responded to, she responded where she said, with all due respect, Mr. President, let's talk about losing people. We lost Michael Brown Jr. We lost Breonna Taylor. We're losing our loved ones to police violence. It's not a slogan. It's a mandate for keeping our people alive. Defund the police. Okay, with all due respect, Miss Bush. Yes, let's talk about losing people. Let's talk, let's, let's actually talk about losing people. Let's talk about people actually leaving the cities that they feel unsafe in. Let's talk about people actually dying. Let's talk about, you know, Chicago. Or as some people call it, Chirac. Where, you know, people get shot all the time. You know, recently they had like 50, like 50 shootings over, like, over past weekend, fifty. That's that's normal to them. And you you're saying defund the police. You want to talk about Michael Brown? We lost Michael Brown Jr. Michael Brown? You mean the guy who was punching police in the face? Let's talk about Breonna Taylor. Oh, okay. Well, Breonna Taylor was she a criminal? Well, we can say this. She a she willingly associated with a criminal and she knew her boyfriend was a criminal and she allowed her she allowed uh she allowed him to use her phone number to use her address to use all these things that's 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 why she's dead brianna taylor is not dead because she's black brianna taylor is not dead because she's a woman brianna taylor is dead because she kept the wrong company she associated with the wrong people. That's why she's dead. We're losing our loved ones to police violence. Oh my goodness. It, it, what, a, what a joke, Miss Bush. What an actual joke. Okay. Uh, this is from Jamal Bowman. Uh, he says, Damn, Mr. President, didn't you say Trayvon could have been my son? In 2014, hashtag Black Lives Matter was too much. In 2016, Kaepernick was too much. Today, discussing police budgets is too much. The problem is America's comfort with black death, not com discomfort with slogans. America's comfort with black death? 
somebody, I, I want, I want, here, here's, here's an activity, here's today's activity. Here's what I want all of you to do. I want you to look up the number of deaths, the number of black deaths caused by police. You tell me, I, don't, do not take my word for it. I'm not going to go over the statistics. You go look them up. You look for yourself. See, these people, these people would have you think that, I mean, blacks are just getting killed by the thousands, by police. It's not true. The problem is America's comfort with black death. Uh, no, no. The idea, defunding the police is a bad idea. By the way, most blacks, there was this, this Gallup poll, I don't have it in front of me right now, but most black Americans want either want either the same amount of policing or more policing. What does that tell you? Because they understand just how important policing is. To stop crime, you need part, part of the solution is to have a strong police presence. When you defund the police, you remove that strong force. You remove, you remove that, that, you know, you, you remove the repercussion for criminals. Well, who's going to stop me? Cause there's, there's no police. We see this, we saw this with the riots. When there's too, when there's too much crime and when everyone's rioting and looting and burning and fighting and beating, police at some point, they give up. Why? Because they're outnumbered. We saw, we saw on the riots, police precincts being, being on fire. We saw people whose homes were being, were being broken into and being ransacked and lit on fire. Who are you going to call the police? You can't call the police because the police, their own precinct is on fire. And at some point they, at some point they just surrendered the city where they just wouldn't do anything. You really want to defund police. You are a crazy person who really didn't think it through. This is, it's not, it's not, this is not a race thing. This is a safety thing. This is a security thing. This is a stopping crime thing. AOC also pushed back on Obama. She says the thing that critics of activists don't get is that they tried playing the quote polite language and quote policy game and all it did was make them easier to ignore. It wasn't until they made folks uncomfortable that there was traction to do anything even if it wasn't in their full demands. Here's another quote. Here's another tweet by her. What if activists aren't PR firms for politicians uh, and their demands are because police budgets are exploding, community resources are shrinking to bankroll it, and people brought this up for ages, but it wasn't until they said, quote, defund, and quote, that made comfortable people start paying attention to brutality. No. Saying, because people understand, people understand what police are for. And when you say, okay, now remember, police already don't make a lot of money. They are, they already don't, Okay. When you say, when you say defund the police, here's what people hear. Okay. Oh, defund the police. Wow. Okay. So what does that, what does defund mean? 
So defund the police. Let's break down that quote. Take away funds from the police. Well, police, as any business or any organization needs, they need money. So you're saying remove money from from this necessary pillar in the community. Okay. What happens when you remove money? People lose their jobs. Respond, you know, cops get laid off. Uh, response times are a lot slower. Let's just, let's just take, let's just take Jacob Blake for a second. Here we have, here we have a scenario with a black woman, black woman, where they say, oh, you know, you're comfortable with black death. Okay, let's, let's just take this. Let's say the police are defunded. And then let's take the Jacob Blake situation and, and play, press play. This woman who has a restraining order on the, on Jacob Blake and saying, okay, this guy is a danger. He, he hurts me and he hurts my family and he puts, he makes us unsafe. She calls the police. Meanwhile, Jacob Blake is, you know, coming into, coming into her apartment, her, her place of residence illegally and causing harm to her. And taking the children as well. She calls the police. And the dispatcher says, uh, 911, uh, what is your emergency? Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. So I, there's this guy, his name is Jacob Blake, and, uh, he, I have a restraining order against him. Uh, he's breaking into my home right now. He's hurting me. He's taking my kids. How much time do you think it would take, it would take to get there? Okay, now how much time do you think it would take for them to get there with with budget cuts? Oh, sorry, uh, sorry ma'am. Uh, we'll get there as soon as we can. Um, you know, uh, there's a lot of emergencies, and we've had to lay off a lot a lot of our officers. We don't have the same number of uh, patrol cars. We'll get there when we get there. It's evil. It's absolutely evil. Defund, you made people feel uncomfortable by saying defund. That Yes, that's right. You didn't make them feel uncomfortable because when you say defund the police, you're saying, okay, we're, we're getting rid of your safety. Police help people feel safe. That's why when people feel threatened, they call the police. When people feel unsafe, they call the police. They call, they call people who will help make them, who will help them feel safe again. That's the whole point of police. It's to stop crime and to, and to help law-abiding citizens feel safe. And actually be safe. I mean, it's just, it's completely and totally absurd. By the way, let me, let me say this. A lot of these cities, I'm just, I'm just gonna say this and I'm gonna stop. These cities that are considered the most dangerous cities, they're mostly run by Democrats. Democrats. Okay. Now, let me, let me, let me just say this and then I'm done. You don't want to defund the police. To help these communities 
get back to where they are, to help people feel safe in these communities, to help people, uh, you know, stay where they are. They have to feel safe. These black communities, they're not desirable for businesses. These businesses that give, that give, you know, that give, uh, criminals and people with a troubled past to help them have a second chance and to help them get their life on track, they don't want to go into these neighborhoods. Why? Because, well, there's a lot of, there's already a lot of crime here. And when there's riots, you burn down the place that gives you a second opportunity. Walmart, you know, Big Five, you know, you know, the, these stores, you know, Sonic, you know, these stores that are willing to give uh, these people a second, third, and fourth chance. But they don't want to go into these neighborhoods because they don't, they don't want to deal with the crime. Their insurance rates are going to be through the actual roof. And don't let there be a riot because, well, I sure hope my place doesn't get burned down. Why would they put their businesses there? Defunding the police hurts these communities entirely. When you, when you give police money and when police are able to function and when police are able to do their job and do it to the best of their ability, then you help solve these problems. People feel safer. People are willing to go to work. People are willing to be okay, more okay at night. Businesses are willing to set up shop there. That's how this works. You really want to do things for the black community? Don't defund the police. That is the, that, that's actually one of the worst things that you can do if you're trying to help the black community. The data doesn't lie, folks. Where is it that, what do people want? Understand where people want and understand where people are going. When you see where people are going, you realize what they want. What do they want? They want freedom. They want safety. They want to be able to spend time with their loved ones. They want to be able to have, you know, they want to be able to have, you know, go hug grandma. They want to be able to hug grandpa. They want to be able to sit around the fireplace and laugh. They want to be able to exchange gifts. They want to be able to sit at the Thanksgiving table and, you know, and serve each other and have fun and laugh. That's what people want. That is what people desire. And people go to what they want. Watch people's eyes. Just watch people's movement. What is it that, what, what do they want? Where do they go? They go to places where they can have their dreams fulfilled. And again, if they didn't, if they don't have the money to, to say move, to move, what, what, what place do they talk about? Where do they talk about going? When you talk to, when you talk to immigrants, I, I encourage you guys to try to find immigrants and just talk to them. It's very fascinating. Um, and what, what they will say is, man, my dream was if I can just get, if I can just get my feet on American soil, if I can just get onto the shores of America, if I can just, if I can just be able to, to grab some sand on an American beach and just let it fall through my fingers. That's my dream because once I get here, I can do it. I hate, I hate Venezuela. I hate, you know, communist China. I couldn't speak my mind. I couldn't say what I wanted. 
Think about it. The people. The, think about this. The people of Hong Kong were singing the um, the the American national anthem. What does that tell you? That's that's what they see with us. That's they look at us and they say, "Man, that's desirable. That's where we want to be. That's how we want to live." But we can't because we are surrounded by evil communist China. Look at what people want, what is desirable, and copy that. That is what works.